0: Mind you, we've known each other since like U10 soccer. So um, 16 years. Holy shit. Yeah. So. So but we were never like best friends. I feel like that came right around. 2018.
1: 2018. Like early 2018 is where we were like. Yeah. Inseparable.
0: I don't know, man. Our friendship is easy. Like.
1: It's so easy. It's so
0: easy to be around you and to talk to you. And it's. Easy to love you.
1: I need words of affirmation every single day. (laughs) Am I your best friend still? Yes. Even when I throw up. (laughs) Silence. I can't even look at you. (laughs) Where am I supposed to look? (laughs)
0: Okay.
1: You know what's funny is that we did a podcast before. We had two microphones that we plugged into my laptop, and I still have our old episodes. I just took them down from SoundCloud. You called someone a. Hello, hello, friends, and welcome back to Don't Tell My Mom with Liz. That's me. And today we have a very special guest. My best friend, Amanda Hartzell.
0: Hello. Oh my God, I just called you Hartzell. Amanda, (laughs) friend. Do we have to record that? (laughs) I have to redo that. I'm so sorry. Listen, um,. I went into Bill Marsh the other day and a guy was like, I know you. You're, and I said, a Hartzell. And then I went, oh, I'm not a Hartzell anymore. Uh, I'm a Briton. Sorry.
1: I didn't change your name in my phone for so long. And you called me out on it. You're like, you don't even have the right last name for me. Because you're always Amanda Hartzell with a tongue.
0: And I appreciate that. (laughs) You're, you've always been Liz with a crown. I love you. Yeah, I love you too.
1: Um, and now you're Landa.
0: Yeah. Makes sense. With a Checks tongue. out. Yeah. Still. Yeah. So
1: yeah, <laughs> our pet name is Landa for each other. Um, and it's so funny because, so you're my first guest that I've had on the show. Yeah. Um, and I wanted you to be my first guest because we did a podcast together like so long ago.
0: Almost six years, I think. That's crazy. 2018.
1: And we just did it for fun. Oh, my God. And you guys will never be able to find this audio Mm -hmm. unless you want it. And I will personally send it to you. But even that's like a maybe. Dude, we dropped names.
0: Yeah. We called people. Listen, listen. the booth fits.
1: We didn't share the podcast with like anyone's family, like our families.
0: No. Well. I can't. (laughs) <laughs> I I've got I've got some pretty strict uh, expectations from family members and church members, so I got to keep my stuff a little wrapped up on the edges sometimes, and that's and, okay, and that's totally okay,
1: and that's fine. We won't talk about anything.
0: We don't have to talk about guns b- today. We don't. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I remember I was like, will you talk about this with me on the show? And you were like, no. Certain things.
0: I can't. And I respect it. It. I re- it does.
1: But yeah. like, it's your personal. It does feel it's your like personal life.
0: So. Yeah. It does feel like that there is a version of me that people won't know because I can't show that version of me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So here we are. And. I'm very sweaty. <laughs>
1: Well, I'm so excited that you're here today and I have notes in case we both forget. Um because we get sidetracked so easy. Yeah. Amanda and I live very different lives, but very similar in some ways like personal things you don't talk about with certain people and I'm the same way and I haven't even talked about like everything on the show yet. Yet. Because I I just feel like sometimes I'm not ready.
0: Well, and you're starting out, so you don't want to just uh trauma dump is that yes that's exactly what (laughs) I was thinking correct wording it's like a relationship you know you got to give little snippets of yourself so that you don't scare scare them off
1: (laughs) but we live really different lives and I've told people you know like I have commitment issues I don't want kids like I got my tubes taken out blah 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 all of these things you're totally the opposite
0: I am. I am. I am married, which is still crazy to say. I think so too. uh, With two boys now, I've got a two-year-old and a two-month-old. So, and I'm like, I could have another one. I don't know. You know. uh, Yeah we we had a shotgun wedding when we found out we were pregnant with our first one. So and you bought a
1: like you. This is the order, if you don't mind me saying this. No, you're good. You bought a house. Correct. You found out you were pregnant.
0: Right. It was like like we were in the process of buying a house and we found out we were pregnant either like right around closing. It was super, super close, but yeah. Yeah,
1: so you were in the process of like buying your first home Yep. and then you found out you were pregnant and then you were like, fuck it, we got to get married. Oh, yeah. Because you come from a very traditional family. Very. Your husband is very traditional. Very, yes.
0: Yep, so... um at some point before all that happened, we we were engaged, hit some hard places in our relationship, and um, we're just kind of working on things, and we were really in the process of working on things um, when all of this stuff started to happen, and we knew that we loved each other, so we said, let's just do what we know is best that our our families are going to appreciate and get married because we'd probably get married eventually anyway. And, yeah, so we we got married and we announced everything.
1: Honestly, I was so upset with you (laughs) because you didn't tell me anything. I lived in England still, I think, when all of this was happening. (sighs) Yeah. And I remember – The point, when you told me, you were like, listen, I'm really sorry I kept this from you. Like, I didn't want to tell you because every time you would call me, you would be like, my friends are all fucking having
0: kids. (laughs) Your sister? I never want to get married. Yeah, my sister was having a baby, and I was like, what the fuck is happening with the world? And I'm like, yeah, what's wrong with them? As I'm throwing up every morning. I know, and like... (laughs) secretly married. I mean, you didn't
1: tell anyone like it wasn't just me. You didn't tell anybody. It was
0: literally, we went, we went in and got our marriage license and then we were like, does Thursday work? And we got married on like a random Thursday. I worked that day. I did a half day. I worked and I came back and I did my own hair and my own makeup. And, um, we got married at my parents' house with literally my mom, my dad, uh, my grandma, my grandpa, and my brother, and the person that married us, and me and DeAndre. That's it.
1: I love that, though. Like, that sounds so sweet, and I saw pictures, obviously. Yeah. And your family just looks so happy. Yes. Um. And you look so happy. You look so beautiful.
0: I I love that we were able to get away with it for it being cheap and everything like that. I'm sad that I did not get the big wedding, you know, and a reception and people there and have you there and all of that Is still really hard to think about that. I will probably never get that because why get married?
1: Shut up. I will plan a
0: reception.
1: (laughs) I will plan it all.
0: (laughs) It would be fun. It would be fun for an anniversary to do something big.
1: Yeah. Like maybe like five year anniversary.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'd be fine with that.
1: Amazing. I'm going to tell DeAndre. I'm just going to do it. Besides that, like you getting married and, like, keeping mm-hmm. these secrets from me. I um, still love you. <laughs> but you are more of a traditional person yeah. in general. Like, it, you didn't just do that for your family. Like, you are a traditional person. And clearly, I'm not. I couldn't imagine, obviously, having kids or getting married, especially right now. I think marriage, for me, is 10 years or more down the line. 10? Yeah.
0: That's not that bad. I just. Before you're 40.
1: I. Yeah. Maybe. I or like on my 40th birthday. Yeah.
0: You don't it's want to ju- get married on your birthday. <laughs> it's
1: My 40th year of life. Yeah. Okay. Sometime yeah, yeah, yeah. in there. But I just can't. uh I've gone through like, God, you've been there for all of my shitty relationships. Mm. The situationships, like everything you've been there for me to trauma dump with and like onto. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The life that you live, like when I come to your house, I love coming to your house, but it's such a different vibe. And I'm just not in like a disrespectful way, but I'm like,
0: this isn't for me. And you know that. And it's not like I tell you that all the time. No, no. And and you love my boys and you love me and you love DeAndre. And, you know, and we love you so much. And I told Chat yesterday that I was seeing Auntie Z and he was like, Auntie Z. And he's been wearing his hat. Oh my gosh. The little, yeah. yeah, Christmas gift. Yes. Yes, he has. Um, But it's, sometimes it does feel like I'm stepping into something different when I come home or something. I'm like, whoa, yep. This is my life. I am a fully stay at home mom, homemaker, the way that my mom was, you know, really, this is my new life. And I was just, kind of talking about this with my therapist, that um, it feels weird that this is my purpose now when I feel like my purpose in the past has been to be the best worker or to be the best girlfriend. And now it's to to be a good mom. And I don't feel like I do very good at it sometimes. You're great. Stop (laughs)
1: it. But yeah, and I think I'm not even used to it because... When you got pregnant, I was in England. I yeah. was in the military, like, wasn't here. So all of the memories that I have of us together pre-mom <laughs> and
0: wife stage. Oh, boy.
1: Holy shoot. <laughs> we were like.
0: We were going to the bars. We I, we were working so much. Yeah. Like, that's pretty much. That what, was our life. Yeah. Like, work
1: and, like, party.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely, and, like, a part of me kind of misses it. And a part of me is like, wow, I can't believe I did that almost every day. Yeah. Smoking, drinking, you know, all of the things. Like, crazy to think about. Having flings with people. people. (laughs) Maybe the same
1: Oh, my God. Stop it. Person at the same time. Yeah, there was a moment in time.
0: We were kind of seeing the same person.
1: But had no idea. Fuck you. (laughs)
0: Like,
1: I remember that. Ships
0: passing in the night, missing each other. By hours. Hours, literally. But that's what we were doing. Like, yeah, that's 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 really who we were. And now you're in a committed relationship. I'm married, two kids. Life changes and you grow by yourself. You know, you grow in a relationship. And so at this point, DeAndre and I, this will be March will be six years that we've been together. Shut up. 2018. (laughs) <laughs> the counts the count on my fingers <laughs> good thing i am and how 10. long have
1: you been married now
0: it's coming up your anniversary three three years it's already may, been three years may six shut three years. because that's how old chet is oh <laughs> chet will be three i guess that's a good so three yeah it's a yeah, good measure. of time yeah
1: um i think of you as like the nester mm. with Everything in life. Like, I'm a nester in, like, the sense of, I like to make my home, homie.
0: Right. You know what I mean? Stuff like that.
1: But you're, like, the nester. You, like, committed relationships. I do. And being with someone, not that, like, that's your whole personality. No. You're just more of, like, a relationship person. Yes. And then, like, you wanted kids. Like, you knew you wanted kids. Oh, yeah.
0: And I don't know if it had to do with my mom being... First of all, amazing mother. We love Lisa. God, we love Lisa so much. Love my dad. Yeah. Love Jeff. Jeff. Um, I don't know if it had to do with my family dynamic growing up that my mom was a stay-at-home mom. She did not have another job. She took care of me and my brother and took care of the home and did, I mean... Everything. Everything. I was, I
1: was blown away because your dad obviously has the job and he yeah. takes care of like all of the income. But you told me your mom takes care of everything at home and not just like cleaning, cooking. I mean, like Lisa is a handy woman. She, she fixes everything, <clears throat> she mows the grass.
0: Like she, she does. She
1: literally takes care of the entire she home. She goes
0: down to our dock and will rake. The sandy areas so that it stays sandy and like weeds don't grow in. And she'll be like out there doing that. And she'll be raking leaves and mowing the lawn and staining stuff. They had new doors put in. And instead of buying like treated doors that are more expensive, she took them off the hinges and stained them herself. And like sanded them down and did everything. I
1: love. I think your mom is like a super, super woman. I,
0: I wonder how she does it and how she did it. If I'm a fraction of my mother, I'd be great. There is such thing as Lisa clean that I will never amount to. But
1: (laughs) every time I went over to your house when we were little kids and like even now when I like stopped by. It's insane. When I first moved back
0: spotless like their home is so beautiful. I've I've told my mom I'm like anyone could walk in at any point any day and it would look like a magazine home that's set up. Yes. There's not shoes out. Nope, there's not laundry someplace. Like everything has a spot. It's so clean. And I, I don't know how she does it. In my house, you walk in and it you can tell that there are four people that live there and two cats. No. And three dogs in the garage.
1: It's really like you are also a very clean person, but your mom is just like on another level. Yeah,
0: yeah. She comes over and she's like, I washed your blinds. And I'm like, that's supposed to be done. <gasps> okay, thanks. It's time for spring cleaning. We have to vacuum your. Oh, my God. <laughs> we have to vacuum the attic. Like. <laughs> we have to take your curtains down and wash them. I'm sorry. You're supposed to take your curtains down and put them in the washer. I've oh, done that
1: maybe like once when I was moving.
0: <clears throat> One thing that I wish that I could perfect a little bit more is cooking. I wish I was better at cooking. You're a wonderful cook. What are you talking okay. about? Okay. I wish that I had the motivation/slash time to like really make meals because I feel like sometimes it's thrown together last minute. I've got Chet at my feet crying and I'm holding a baby, you know. I mean, I don't think you understand. I door
1: dash everything. I haven't cooked at home in months. Never heard of her. I remember you came here the first time and you were like, I was like, I'll door dash you something and you're like, what's that? I did want to talk about more like motherhood in that perspective just maybe like your perspective on like how you handled things um because god you listen to me and my problems all the time i think it's hard for both of us to relate to each other right like when you talk about like marriage i'm just like god i couldn't imagine and yeah
0: if anything i i don't know from what age who knows i don't know what it came from but i've always craved for like a relationship and like wanting that full commitment and having that i wonder if it stems from religion that the monogamous relationship that you're taught uh, your whole life, my whole life, to crave and want. You know, are you actually gonna throw up? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I said monogamous. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, no. I do wonder if it is if it is that aspect of it that you're like you know, I've gone to church my whole life.
1: See, like our families, I feel like. except for a little
0: bit, but we don't talk about the dark days. (laughs)
1: It's (laughs) the dark years. That's a whole nother story. (laughs) Yeah, that is. Um, But I feel like we come from similar families. Like my family is pretty conservative, very traditional. Yes. In that aspect. I will say they have grown to open their minds a little bit more. Not mine. So maybe that's why. Yeah, yeah. My mom always told me she wanted someone to take care of me. Yeah. My dad never told me that, but my mom always did. My mom was like, you need to marry a doctor and a lawyer, someone like really uh, up there, and I don't want you to work, basically. That's kind of like her angle. My dad never told me that. And so I was like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Like, that's not what I want. Like, I can take care of myself. I'm going to make my own money. And like, I don't need anyone. Which is
0: like... Well, I'm a little bit the opposite. I miss working. I miss throwing yourself into into work and being there at a job and stuff. I do really miss that, but I see that side. Like I get that and I don't know. I I like I don't I can't I don't know if I'll ever go back to that of working and stuff, but I can see your side of it and I totally get it and I am so there for you for everything. And I
1: think motherhood and Your values are something so important because I, my first episode, I told everybody I got my tubes taken out. Mm. I had women message me and tell me that what I was talking about was so relevant and real. And they were so grateful that like, I was able to share my story. Yeah. And one of my childhood best friends messaged me and she's a mom now. She was just like, I think that's so great that you took the initiative to get your tubes out and to basically not have, like, an unforeseen circumstance come up and, like... Have to do something about it. Exactly. Yeah. And she was like, I always knew that I wanted to be a mother. And she was like, I, but I respect the women who realize that it's not for them.
0: I feel the same way. And... As long as I've known you, you've never wanted kids.
1: No. And as long as I've known you, you've wanted kids. <laughs> I have, yeah. So it's amazing. I I love when people have such different views and value. Not like, I think we have the same values. Correct. But yeah. I think like opinions and views can be different, but you can still be friends. Yeah. And like, you can still get along. You can and still we support can, each other. And we
0: can talk about them. Like, we can talk about our different opinions and views and stuff and- it never feels like a challenge. We're just talking, you know. Yeah. I should have brought beer. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're fine. But, it, you know, I don't see what's wrong with loving someone, even though they're doing things that you wouldn't do. Exactly. Like, you don't have to be doing the same exact thing as someone that you love. You don't have to be on the same path. Both be married with kids. Both not be married with their tubes tied, you know.
1: I want your opinion. What were the months that were hard for you and DeAndre?
0: Um, like since we've been, was it like, like
1: how long were you in your honeymoon stage, and then you're like, oh shit, things are getting real? Oh man,
0: I don't know. Because I think back, and I feel like this is the hard thing: is that we were both heavy drinkers, um, at one point, and. There came a time that, um, it almost took us out and, um,
1: there wasn't like cheating going on. No, no, no,
0: no, God, no, no. Um, just with when we got drunk. The attitude that we would have towards each other was very unhealthy.
1: Oh, did you guys like fight?
0: Yes. When you drink, Yes.
1: And then you'd forget the conversations type of thing or you'd remember them? I never
0: forget. (laughs) I never forget. But there was a really big fight that happened that I had the opportunity to leave and I did not. I stayed and we worked through it and we went to counseling for a little bit and... I moved out for like two days because I could not be around him. Um, and I realized that he was serious, that he was going to get his his shit together. I realized that I was at fault with my drinking and the way that I would act when I was drunk. And we both got sober. He was sober for over a year. I was sober for a couple months. and But I've never gotten to that point again. I've never gotten to a point where um, I've done dumb things while I've been drunk or said stupid things while I've been drunk. I really haven't gotten drunk um, since that Well, you had like incident. back-to-back
1: pregnancies. So.
0: I did have back-to-back Almost pregnancies. Almost anyway. I, I, I was either nursing or pregnant. I've been either nursing or pregnant for two years now. Oh, my so God. I was pregnant with Chet. I nursed him. And then I was still nursing him when I was pregnant with Owen.
1: But these like fights and like the drinking, that so was this like was early before on, before right? we were married, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. So um, we started clearing stuff out and and getting a lot better. And then that's when we got pregnant. So we were still actively working on our relationship and on ourselves. And then the place we were staying was getting sold out from underneath us. So we were finding a new place and then we found out we were pregnant. And then we said, screw it, let's get married. So all of it kind of happened so fast that... After I had Chet, we hit another rocky spot where I don't think I knew who I was. I don't think I knew who I was as a mom, as a wife, and as a person. Um, postpartum. Postpartum is so, so real, so hard, so real. Um, I think back to just Christmas this year, which was like a month ago, and I don't remember it. Someone asked me how it went. And I'm like, I think I was still in a fog. I don't remember opening Christmas gifts. I don't remember watching Chet open gifts. Like it feels so hazy. It's so weird to think about because it was only a month ago and I my brain still can't soak that in. But well,
1: you just had a baby. I
0: did just have a baby. <laughs> I had a baby in November. So then I had Thanksgiving and then we had Christmas and New Year's and all this stuff. But um, we really got to a point where I thought that I was done, and I told him, and he was like, let's fix it. And so we got some help again, and, and we were able to get better. But I feel like now I'm at this point where I'm like, who am I? Who am I as a mom? Who am I as myself? And that's kind of what I want to do this year is figure out who I am as a mom, as a wife, and as myself. Because I feel like I haven't been myself in like almost well in two and a half years almost two and a half years
1: I don't have kids clearly I like can say I understand but I don't really understand you know what I mean but I'm I can imagine that carrying a fetus (laughs) yeah for fucking nine months dude and then like giving birth to it by the way your first birth story
0: Traumatic.
1: Traumatic in like my biggest birth control.
0: <laughs> um we were told if if we didn't live as close to the hospital as we live, that we would have both died.
1: And at, I'm and I'm watching too much Grey's Anatomy right, right. now to even like think about this yeah. all over again. But I can imagine how much of a toll these things take on you. Yeah.
0: And I feel like I've never sat down and thought about what's next and about like really who i am i don't know i feel like i keep saying that but that's... have you
1: set goals for yourself like do you have goals for no, yourself no cuz
0: i don't think about i don't i don't think about myself i don't have time to think about myself dude i i wake up i i don't even wake up throughout the night i'm nursing and i wake up to two kids this is something that i was thinking about the other night is that i'm wanted all day but i never feel like i'm needed Oh, I never feel like I need to be here sometimes still. Ooh, scary. <laughs> well, you're, but your kids need you. My kids, yes, my kids need me, but like...
1: Like they want you and they need you. But kids
0: survive without their mom.
1: Oh my God.
0: I'm serious. This is stuff that I, I was literally just thinking about. And I wrote very long things about. It's a
1: fucking book.
0: Yep, yeah. Finding yourself while trying to navigate motherhood is so hard. And it's like all part of the, what they call the fourth trimester, you know, after you have the baby. And that is something that I want to work on this year. I want to, I do need to sit down still and like actually set goals, but um, I want to write in a journal more often and actually think about my feelings and really try to figure out who I am outside of motherhood, who I am in motherhood, who I am in my marriage and feel like I'm needed again. Even if it's that I need myself, I'm going to try.
1: I think that's really great. And it's brave and it's so important. Clearly, Um,
0: It's so hard. But
1: I also love the fact that when things were going rocky with you and DeAndre, he was like, let's fix this. Yeah, Like he didn't want to, he didn't just throw in the towel.
0: What can we do? Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
1: And I mean, there's counseling obviously for couples and like you're in your own personal therapy. Yes. And I just think that's really important to have a partner who like, Wants to work on things with you, wants yeah. to fix all of these things, wants to be there for you, even yeah. though they don't really, like, know how. If you weren't married, like, I would marry you. Oh, I just feel like. That's
0: another subject for our
1: time. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like. and Now Dude, that I'm watching Grace Anatomy, <clears throat> I, if I feel it- like me and you are. Not to say, like. You're Meredith. I see myself in Christina, but I feel like...
0: I see myself rel- in Meredith. Do you? I do. I don't know if it's like weird to say because she's like the main character.
1: No, it's but not. But there are
0: certain aspects.
1: I didn't know if you resonated with Meredith, yeah. but I feel like our relationship is Christina and yeah.
0: Meredith. Yeah. Yeah. If like I, you are my person. Yeah. If I did not, you are also my person. I feel like if I wasn't married or had kids, I would probably live with you. Like, we would probably be living together.
1: I would love it if we moved around together. I would, too. Oh, we're going to move to New York today. Fuck it. I would do Quit it. Quit our jobs and yeah. whatever, whatever.
0: I would do it because I would feel I would feel secure enough to do it with you. Yeah. Because you are, like, fearless and you, you'll do it. And I'm like, I guess if you're doing it, I'll do it, too. I'm, like, an
1: introverted extrovert yeah. right now. I would say I was fully an extrovert yeah the past couple years but recently i feel
0: a bit more introverted yeah
1: and i feel like you're more a little more introverted
0: yeah than me yeah
1: you just mask it really well
0: i do but i do because i feel like some people would be like no you're an extrovert and i'm like actually i don't think i am i like to be alone (laughs) to be alone fuck you people (laughs) so to wrap this episode up fourth trimester is real motherhood is hard it's lonely but it's not lonely at the same time and it's okay to ask for help it's okay to need help and it's okay to try to find yourself while you're raising humans
1: and even though i am not a traditional person Mm. if you are a traditional person that's fine too it's fine whatever you are whatever you want to be is fine it's fucking 2024 it's 2024 do what you want I would say this is a love letter to women everywhere from me and you. Yeah. Anyway, so thank you so much for being here with me.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: Okay, I love you so much. And I I will leave your Instagram handle in the notes.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of Don't Tell My Mom Podcast with Liz. The views and opinions shared on this podcast don't necessarily reflect those views and opinions of Latitude Media. Our sponsors affiliates, My1043, or Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to MyMichiganPodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.